When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Norma Maldonado, and you're listening to TV Confidential. In Jackson County, North Carolina, my family name meant something. Outlawing was just a matter of blood, his hair color, and height. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. Is happy to welcome actor and filmmaker Griff. First, Griff First, youngest son of Stephen First, the actor all of us know best as Flounder on Animal House, although I always think of your dad, Griff, I always think of your dad as Elliot Exelrod on St. Elsewhere because that was that was one of my favorite shows, and that's my favorite role of his. But uh, Yeah, one of my favorite shows, too, and I grew up on that set, so I, I, I think of that show fondly as well. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you about that a little later on. Griff First, of course, was the original Sheriff Lucas Hood on Cinemax's Banshee, while his other screen credits include The Magnificent Seven, The Founder, Terminator, Genesis, and I Love You, Philip Morris. In the entertainment industry, Griff is also known as a hyphenate in that he is not just an actor, he is an accomplished actor, hyphen screenwriter, hyphen producer, hyphen director. Not only that, I understand that Griff ran a production company with his dad called Curmudgeon Films where they produced several movies together. The most recent movie that Griff produced is called Devil's Peak. It's a crime thriller starring Billy Bob Thornton, Jackie Earl Haley, Robin Wright, and Hunter Penn. Devil's Peak available now, viewing on demand, all major platforms. Griff has several other movies in the works. We'll ask him about that in just a second. Griff, first, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. It's good to hear you. What? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside baseball. We had a little sound issue before we got every before we started rolling. Uh, Griff, what can you tell us about Devil's Peak for those who have not seen the movie yet? What can they look for? Devil's Peak is a passion project of mine that we have for a long time. It's really a father and son story about that relationship when it goes bad and murder and crime ensues. And uh, the character of Jacob, played by Hopper Penn. Uh, is trying to dig his way out of this uh, family mess by any means necessary. And it, it winds up pretty bad for a few people. I think I inadvertently called him Hunter Pen because obviously I'm thinking of Hunter Pence of the Giants. But uh, Hopper Pen. <laughs> hop, hop, Hopper. Is, is that Hopper Pen as in uh, Son of Sean? Yeah, Son of Sean and Robin. Th- this is probably more coincidence than anything else. But on a, in your last couple of projects, you've worked with either. Uh, offspring of actors or or former child actors is that is that coincidence or is that just a matter of they came to you and they auditioned and you found them right for the part well each one's probably a different scenario being a being a son of a of an actor as well you know i have a certain uh, affinity for kids who grew up in the industry but which ones are you talking about because i might not even be aware that their parents were 
Well, one of the movies you got coming up is Half Baked with Frankie Muniz from from Malcolm in the Middle. So former child star who made the transition to um, a grown up. I, I I like to say grown up actor versus adult actor because adult actor people automatically think of something else. So I say grown up actor. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably good good call. <laughs> But uh, Jackie Earl Haley, who who's in Devil's Peak, obviously former child star, who, who yeah, Bad News Bears, who made who made the transition. So I mean, it's 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 hard enough for any actor to make their way into if you're known for one thing to you know ride the um, the notoriety from that, but also let people know, hey, I do other stuff as well too. So I, I would imagine being being the uh, the offspring of of a famous actor, you have a little empathy towards that. I absolutely do. And then, I mean, in transitioning from a child star into an adult or even a child actor, it's, it's, it's always a tough thing because, like you said, people, people know you as a kid. They expect that from you. And there's always going to be that lull between when you uh, have a lot of success as an actor and then you go through a stage where you're changing. You kind of have to give it, give it a break and let the audience catch up to you uh, and see where you are. So it's always tough to, you know, have extreme notoriety, then go away for a minute and come back. And I'm always impressed by the people who can do it well. Griff first is the producer of Devil's Peak, Devil's Peak crime thriller starring Billy Bob Thornton, Jackie Earl, Haley Robin Wright, and Hopper Penn. Devil's Peak available viewing on demand all major platforms. Was Billy Bob Thornton available the entire set, or was it a situation where you had had him maybe one or two days, and you had to maximize his availability as the filmmaker. Oh, no. He was with us the entire show. So much fun to have around. And, in fact, we shot for 24 days. He was supposed to be with us for about 20 days. Wow. And the entire time we were there, he was uh, he was an Oscar-winning screenwriter himself. Mm-hmm. And he was working on he, – he probably has a majority of the dialogue and the script. He's the patriarch and uh, leading the whole – movie uh but he had he had some ideas for some scenes he wrote a new scene that didn't exist which we shot so he ended up staying with us for the entire time even though he was supposed to be done about four days before everybody else he wanted to stay so he stuck around with us and we shot some surprise scenes that we didn't even know we were going to shoot when we started the movie you described devil's peak as a passion project it sounds like some of that passion spilled over to him and he wanted it he wanted to see it through even though he was contractually done after 20 days Definitely. And I'd say that goes for everybody on the set. Uh, Robin, who's also a producer on the picture, I mean, her character only worked for about four days, but she stayed the whole time uh, as a producer. And, and myself, the other producers and director and the writer, we we have been preparing this picture for about four years. So I don't think there was a single person involved who uh, the, their loyalty wasn't to the picture. That was of the utmost importance, more so than money or anything else. Everybody just wanted to get this thing that was in the director's head onto the screen. That was the primary objective to, for everybody. That is the primary objective for everybody. The primary directive right now is to let you know that we're talking to Griff first, Griff first, youngest son of Stephen first, and one of the most accomplished filmmakers in the entertainment industry today. Griff has produced 37 films over the past 15 years, and he has directed close to 20 during that same time. Griff is the producer of Devil's Peak, a crime thriller starring Billy Bob Thornton, Jackie Earl Haley, Robin Wright, and Hopper Penn, now available, streaming on demand, all major platforms. Uh, 37 films in 15 years, 
that seems like a lot to me. Is it a lot or is it just, just a matter of you've got some you're working on and some just take a little longer to come to fruition and sometimes you release three or four at the same time? Uh, it, it is a lot. It is. And I'm actually just now starting to slow down on the volume um, and trying to focus on things that might take uh, a little longer but have a little better budgets. It's, you know, when, I, when I first started producing, producing I, I soon found that there was a shortage of really good producers. And so there's a lot of calls and a lot of opportunities, and I love to make pictures. So it's like every, every day of the year for many years I was on set making movies and still am largely, but I'm passing on a lot of things to try to focus a little more. And also I have young kids, spend some more time with my family. So it was a good uh, push for a tremendous amount of volume was made, but now as a company, we're looking at, you know, doing instead of four a year, doing two, maybe one or two a year, and just making that one, uh, working our best to make that one a cinematic masterpiece as opposed to, you know, making a ton of movies because we love making movies. So it's finding a balance. Yeah, of course, I should clarify that not all of the movies you've made in your career are full-length films, some are short films, and they may take shorter, less time to make, although the, the issues, the, the challenges of making it as best you can, given time and budget and availability, they're still there whether you're making a, a short film or a full-length 90-minute, two-hour movie. They're all the same amount of challenging. It's like uh, with, with the short films, it's, it's, you just don't have to sleep for you know five days. feature, you go on. <laughs> three months, but most of them have been full length. I've only made a couple of shorts in my life, and, and uh, it was really one of the first things I directed and produced was a short, and luckily that got some notoriety, enough that people who had features they wanted to came to me immediately. I love shorts, though. I think it's a cool format. I, I don't get an opportunity to produce them as much as I would like because there's always a full length that's on the horizon, and you know that's more, uh, that's more sellable. Griff First is on the line with us. Griff is the producer of Devil's Peak Crime Thriller starring Billy Bob Thornton, Jackie Earl Haley, Robin Wright, Hopper Penn, now available streaming on demand, all major platforms. We'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. If you like TV Confidential, we invite you to listen to Astridology. Astridology, new podcast that brings you knowledge, wisdom, and principles that can help you find the peace and comfort that we all seek and deserve in our lives. Astrology with Astrid Kastenberg, available Spotify, Megaphone, Stitcher, and wherever else you find podcasts. Hi, this is Caroline Aaron, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Griff also recently produced the stoner comedy Half Baked 2, starring Frankie Muniz. He also recently produced and co-stars in the upcoming sci-fi thriller 57 Seconds with Josh Hutcherson, Greg Germain, and Morgan Freeman. Griff also collaborated with Paul Sardou and director Robert Beaumont on two upcoming films, one of which is an action thriller called Deep Stage. The other is a romantic comedy called Uppercut. What can you tell us about each of these projects, Griff? Uh, those, those were great fun to do with Paul. The Deep Stage is a racing movie that we shot in Mexico, and I only I only got uh, sick from the water for about two days. <laughs> it was bad, uh, two days, but I did love shooting in Mexico, though. Aside from that, uh, the bout of food poisoning or whatever it was. Um, and then the uh, Uppercut was a is a cool boxing movie slash rom com. It's got some action. It's got some romance in it. And we shot that one all in downtown Los Angeles. We did some crazy stuff on that. 
I'm not an actor. I just talked to Griff first on the radio, but I, I would imagine it can be it can often be advantageous if you have an opportunity to work with an actor or director, or in, the, in, in this case, both an actor and a director on more than one project, because you you have a shorthand. You don't have to figure out how each other works. You already know how each other works because you worked together before. Oh, that's there, there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, it, it pretty much it goes for the the actors, the directors, even the crew. You can save so much time uh, if you do have a shorthand with those people. So we we tend to work with the same people over and over again, and that goes from the lead actor to the to the key grip. If we don't have to talk about what we do because we've already done it a hundred times together, it just makes the whole process so much more pleasant. Yeah, I know there are many examples of actors with their own production companies, as as you have grip, that they'll have technical people, you know, key grips, uh, gaffers, camera operators. They build the kind of loyalty that th these people are with them for 10, 15, 20 years. So you never have to worry about who the members of the team are. It's just make sure you have enough work for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and we have we have our stable of really talented people who are with us full time when it comes down to the key grips and even the editors, they're all, they're all work for hires because they have to, they have to work, you know, every week of the year. Um, and so we're only putting them on for like 12 weeks at a time. Uh, but we do our best we, we definitely have our first call list where if people aren't with us full time, we'll call them first. And 90% of the time it works out, they're able to cover for another show that they're on and come work with us since we have that relationship. And, and if it doesn't, they usually refer us to somebody else who's comparable, who, who has a similar style. Griff First is the producer of Devil's Peak Crime Thriller, now available streaming on demand, all major platforms. We also mentioned that uh, Griff recently produced the stoner comedy Half-Baked 2 and the upcoming sci-fi thriller 57 Seconds. What can you tell us about 57 Seconds and Half-Baked 2? 57 Seconds, that will be coming out in September. Uh, the movie's completed, great sci-fi romp starring none other than Morgan Freeman. And Josh, it's a, it's a movie about a ring based on a short story by E.C. Tubbs. It's a science fiction story published in the 70s, but Stephen King recently released a uh, collection of short stories, uh, his favorite uh, short uh, horror and science fiction stories of the century, essentially. And this story was included in it. Um, so we got the rights to this story. We turned it into a screenplay, and it's about a man, Josh Hutcherson, who finds a ring that he discovers allows him to reset time 57 seconds. And he soon uses that power to find his way into the upper echelon of society. But as soon as, as quick as he does that, he also um, finds it taking him on a downward spiral. And this question becomes present of why did he find this thing? We, we assume because we saw that it was just a coincidence, but uh, it may not be. It's a, it's a good, mysterious sci-fi thriller. And is that is 57 seconds, is that something we may see uh, later in 2023? Yes, it's September 27th, I believe, is the release date. Oh, excellent. I think Paramount is releasing it. I need to check with the sales team, but I believe it's a Paramount picture, and it'll be out in September. Okay, well, I'll circle back with you and Charles and make sure you're on the show so we can talk about that in more detail. I would love that. Um uh, oh, I know what you, you anticipated one of my questions, Griff, um, because you mentioned that 57 seconds is an adaptation of a Stephen King property. Th this is not your first time adapting the work of another author. You've done that uh, several times. You did that with one of the very first movies 
you produced and directed uh, which, which, uh, a thriller called Cold Moon a few years back. Maybe it's the writer in me, but whenever I have a chance to talk to somebody who has adapted the property of one person to make a, to, to make a movie, I always like to know, I always like to ask, I mean, the, the novel may be several hundred pages, but you don't have several hundred minutes to tell the story. You've got, a, you've got 90 minutes, you've got 120 minutes. What sort of choices do you make? How do you come about capturing the essence of the, no, the thing you're adapting to tell a story on film that captures that essence? It's a good question. I love adapting novels. I'm an avid reader. I read all the time. And in Cold Moon, as an example, Michael McDowell, huge fan of that author, and he had a dozen or so books before he passed away at a fairly young age. Um, I read all of them, partially for enjoyment, partially because I was looking for a story to tell. Mm -hmm. Cold Moon happened to be the one that I thought was most apt for a screenplay adaptation. But uh, it's a great question because you want to – I think the first draft of Cold Moon that we wrote was like 160 pages because we wanted to put everything in there. It was like every scene was good in the novel and we wanted to put it in. So it usually comes in a little long um, and then we decide what we want to keep, what we want to take out. And a lot of it I've found is novels will do a great job at world building. They get into what the environment looks like and, and, and a lot of details that don't necessarily need to be in the script but they're critical for like a production designer and your set decorator who creates this world. So whenever we end up with a script that's the appropriate length, somewhere between you know, 95 and 120 pages, we always try to give the book to all the department heads so they can see the level of detail and description that's in the novel when it comes to even something as simple as somebody's bedroom. And so they can, they can be inspired by the visuals that the author wrote without us having to put them in the script. 57 Seconds is an adaptation of a Stephen King property that uh, Griff first produced. That will be coming our way in September. In the meantime, Griff is going to stay with us for another segment. Among other things, we'll talk to him about working with his dad, Stephen, first, early in his career, all that more. When we continue our conversation with Griff first, you're on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.